Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast. This week we are chatting about strategies and ideas in order to maintain a healthy approach to running a creative business. This is very much a conversation about well-being and we are sharing, I guess, our own personal practices and things that we are putting in place so that we can be here for the long term. Hello, Laura. How are you going? I'm really good. Well, I'm kind of good. I've been working on the accounting again this morning, so that's that's not exactly my favourite task, but I had a fantastic day with you yesterday where we had a dedicated day off. And I hope it doesn't turn into one of those, let's do this every week and then we don't do it. Yeah, so what we've decided is that we are going to have a midweek day off to do things unrelated to the business and get out in nature, go for hikes, and we want to keep it going. You just said unrelated to the business. Yeah. But it was super inspirational from a photographer's point of view. And we also finished it off by going into this gorgeous little plant shop and it was full of potential props for Instagram photos. Yeah, when I say unrelated to the business, I think what I mean is that we're not trying to achieve anything. It's yeah. We're going with the flow on the day. But of course, by the very nature of going out adventuring and seeing new places and talking to people, you get inspired, whether that be for your art or for Instagram photos or anything like that. In fact, um, I've never read the book, but there's this uh, really well-known book by Julia Cameron called The Artist's Way. And it's a very popular program that artists take. It's, I think it takes about, it might be 12 weeks or something like that. And Julia talks about this idea of going on an artist date. I'm not sure what her time frame is, whether you do it once a week or anything like that. As I said, I haven't actually read the book. I've just heard other people talking about it. One of her recommendations is this idea of taking a break and getting out and soaking things up and seeing things in a different way. By the time we stopped to have coffee, the owner of the coffee shop came over and he asked us about the camera and your art business and all that kind of stuff. And I couldn't really talk to him because I didn't have my phone with me. Yeah, because you yeah. left the phone in the car because yeah. we didn't need it. I said to him, look, we're going to finish our walk. I'll come back and we'll have a chat. And then you went into the plant shop and I grabbed my phone. I went over and had a good long chat with him because he's an, an aspiring videographer. Yeah, it was such an inspiring day yesterday because we did have some really interesting conversations with people as we were out and about. Mm. And it's always good to get perspectives from other people that are making things or creating things or starting a new business. And we left yesterday going, yep, we're going to do more of this. We're going to get out and about. We're going to talk to people. We're going to visit places and experience the world around us more. Yeah, and it should go into our diaries. Yeah, and maybe because we've said it here, (laughs) that will help us stay accountable. Before I came full-time and I was over at the gym doing some part-time hours, you were coming over and you were doing your workout. When I stopped, we did mention the fact that there could be a chance that the workout might stop too, and it did. Yeah, for both of us, like I, I haven't been working out at yeah. all. So um, yeah, I, I, I just enjoyed yesterday so much. It's kind of a little bit of a replacement for me anyway for going over to the gym. What I'm thinking is that I want to do more sort of active hiking and make that a goal mm-hmm. once a week to go on an adventure. 
and it's going to be on a Thursday. We've locked it in. You guys can ask us to make sure that we're actually doing it. <laughs> yes. Ask us where we went on uh, our walk. Yeah, we can report back. Yes. Accountability. Uh, that's right. So the, the walk that we went on yesterday got me thinking a lot about the importance of having strategies to stay healthy when you're running a creative business. Or any business. Yeah, or even just in life. Mm. Like your well-being is so important. The last couple of months have been exceptionally busy for me. There was going over to Bali, doing the art retreat, coming back, launching a brand new online class. We're filming a documentary with some uni students last, no, that was this week. Yeah, complete changeover at local crowd. Changing over artwork in the cafe where I am. So basically an exhibition. There was uh, the video for a creative retreat. Yes, I was working on a, another online class for a different uh, platform. God, looking back on it, I'm, ta- <laughs> I'm talking out loud about it. That's a lot of work. Yeah. And, and la- a podcast every week. Yeah, and we decided to do something new with the podcast. Mm-hmm. And last week we aired our very first artist interview with Andrea Suze. So if you haven't listened to that, I encourage you to go and have a listen. Episode 41, uh, it's a wonderful conversation. It really inspired me. I have to say afterwards, it left me feeling feeling more engaged with the art community, wanting to reach out and have more conversations, which is one of the reasons why we're looking at expanding the podcast and having an artist interview around about once a month. Especially if you're going to get guests mm. of the calibre of Andrea. Like she was fantastic. Yeah, and, and we've been doing this podcast for a while. So many of you have heard our story many times. It's interesting to get a different perspective. And Andrea was so generous with her with her knowledge and the way that she shared her journey. We're all different. We all come at this from a different place. And you can learn so much from, di- from other artists. You know, what kind of business model do they use? Um, how do they manage their time? You know, the juggle between family and other demands. What yeah. kind of materials do they use? So I want to give our audience the opportunity to learn from others. And the other thing I'm thinking is I also want to introduce people to these fantastic friends that I have. I want them to have the opportunity to tap into new audiences and just put people together. Yeah, you said something amazing to me this morning. (laughs) It wasn't one of these things where you sit down and you're saying, right, how do we... How am I going to make more money for the business or anything like that? You just turned around and you said, there's so many good artists out there and they don't podcast and they don't have a massive social media following, but they're awesome. How do we get them out there? Yeah. This podcast is Mm. is a really good way of doing that. I see it all the time. I I see fantastic artists and I, I want more people to know about those, those people that are doing fantastic things. And not just, it's not for me just about the art they're creating, it's what they're doing, how they're showing up, the sharing, the encouragement that they provide in the community. So whatever we can do to spread more of that in our little old podcast, (laughs) um, I think would be a fantastic thing. So yeah, exciting new direction that we're that we're moving into. Yeah, look, I, I thoroughly enjoyed editing it. I mm. loved Andrea's voice. I loved her story. I loved how honest she was. Mm. And uh, yeah, do more, please. 
that's what you said as soon as as soon as you'd finished editing that I one. You up, didn't I? Yeah, you asked me who was who have I got lined up next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So so we're going to do that to mix things up a bit. So anyway, what I was saying before was that we've been really busy with all these new sort of new things that we've been exploring. Early this week, I just got to a point where I felt exhausted. I could feel a lot of almost like, I guess, what is it like when you, you've had a lot of really exciting things that have just, you've been buzzing. And mm-hmm. then after that, you have the kind of adrenaline dump. Yes, that's the word. It's, that's the words I'm looking for. I had a bit of an adrenaline dump because I'd had so many cool things happening. And then I just went, oh, oh, I feel just tired to the core. <laughs> It's not often that I take a whole day to just relax. Let's be honest. I'm not I'm not very good at relaxing. You you had the idea, you came up with the idea. We went out and we enjoyed ourselves. No pressure, just a nice day together and I felt so much better. By the end of that that period, I just I just felt relaxed again. One day, one day to completely reset. I think I came home one night and you ran me a bath because I said to you, look, I've got a headache. I feel really exhausted. Had a bath. The next day we went out for the day, spent time out in the fresh air. And then by the end of the day, I felt right as rain again. Yeah. Were you energized? Absolutely. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Happy, you know, felt light again. Like, whereas I was feeling very heavy, even though all the things I'd been doing had been wonderful, exciting things. Mm -hmm. I just, I felt tired from it all. And that little reset worked wonders. But it also got to me, um, got me thinking about other strategies for staying healthy because when you are running your own business, the potential for burnout, it's always there. Oh, yeah. Boundaries are very hard to maintain. You're always pushing hard. The opportunities are endless. You know, you can make more money if you want to, if you do more things. You can't do that in a salaried job. You just get paid. That's right. (laughs) But when you're in your own business. You clock in, you clock out, you go home. So it's a completely different different world that you're operating in Mm. where the effort that you put into does pay off. And then it can be hard to actually stop putting in effort because you're always like, well, I could do a bit more. That'd be good for the business. If you were to write a list of all the things that are bad for a person in business to do, mm. we'd be guilty of all of them. Working long hours, doing too much, neglecting the family. Diet, yeah. not oh, eating well, eating takeaway. Yep. Yeah. Not sleeping enough. Yeah. But just all the bad things. Yesterday is kind of like a, a light bulb moment saying, oh, the business is still going, even though we took a whole day off. <laughs> You know, because we do potter on the weekends. If there's time on a Sunday, I might edit the podcast mm-hmm. earlier. Or on a Saturday evening when the kids are in bed, you might tap away on the laptop. There is room to take a day off for us. It reminds me of the conversation that we had when we were talking about what it's like to work together. And we mentioned that the date night side of things we hadn't been very good at. What we've decided to do is effectively have a date day. 
yeah. once a week. And what did you call it? And the artist state. The artist state. Yeah, yeah. We had one yesterday. Yeah, so we had one yesterday. So what else are we doing though to to stay healthy? Because we are focused on this at the moment. Well, we've changed the diet at home. Yeah. So we've gotten rid of a lot of sugars. Um, the kids used to uh, snack on chips and biscuits and mm. that kind of stuff. We've we've had because- to cut back on anything that's in packets yeah. and get them onto healthier snacks. Mm-hmm. We're drinking a lot more water mm. and we're getting a lot more sleep. Yeah, so there's a change there. We're really looking at all those key lifestyle things, diet, exercise, good sleep. Well, they're the three pillars of health. Yeah. Exercise, sleep and diet. Mm. The other big one for me that I have to manage again and again and revisit my feelings around it is social media and just in general information overload because... Running this business, I'm always listening out for information that could be helpful. Because of what we do, that covers a lot of ground. So it could be around uh, the website, the podcast, uh, using Instagram, finances, you know, and then there's the art stuff, all the information on materials and techniques. And, and so because of that, I'm subscribed, like many people, to all sorts of newsletters, podcasts, YouTube And sometimes it just completely overwhelms me, all this information. And and lately I've been wanting or craving just quiet space. Instead of going for a walk, listening to a podcast, I've been enjoying just going for a walk without any noise. And I'm finding myself just wanting less information. There's plenty of studies on it. We are consuming a lot more than what we're designed yeah. To consume. So what I'm doing is is looking at the things that I'm subscribed to and I'm unsubscribing to things that I things that I don't have to listen to and particularly things that I don't perhaps share the same values with the person, you know, if I don't have that connection. Mm-hmm. Because there'll always be loads of information out there, but I think it's great when you have just a few sources that you really trust and like and you rely on them for a lot of your information instead of having to get it from everywhere. So I'm thinking of this as far as if you have someone that you follow who's like a business mentor, you don't need to follow 10 business mentors. Only the one you like. Just the one that you like. And and as I say, a lot of that comes down to values and it might even be the sound of their voice. Yeah. And so what I've been doing is is just letting go of some, you know, things that I that I used to follow that just I didn't need. Well, I went to the library with the kids after school the other day, just wanting to get back to just reading some books and chilling out a little bit. One of the things that I've been doing with my subscriptions as well is I'm having a think about what's important to me at the moment and only absorbing that information rather than trying to absorb information across all the different things. So at the moment, from the business perspective, I am interested in building my email list. And so what I'm listening to is is stuff around that. Things on other strategies, like let's say Instagram. Instagram, I went through a phase of that a little while ago, um, but now I feel like, oh, I'm fairly up to date on that. So I don't need to read every little Instagram update that comes through and I can just sort of 
filter out and focus on one key thing because what happens is you get all these different things coming at you. So you get tips on Pinterest, tips on Instagram, something you need to do to your website, uh, you know, how you need to organize your productivity or whatever, your to-do list. And you end up just doing little bits on all of those things rather than doing something really well. So what I'm trying to do is find a focus for a month or so to listen and take action in that area primarily and then I'll move on. So it could be that you focus for the month on your website or it might even be longer than a month. You might focus for three months on your website and then you might, you know, move on and go, okay, now I've got my website is really well set up. I'm going to spend the next chunk of time focusing on building my email list. Now I'm going to bring in my social media. Yeah, it takes time. So rather than doing it all, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to ease the overwhelm by allocating yeah a focus so I know that there are things that I want to do for my website for example but I'm parking that at the moment and then I'm going to have a chunk of time that I devote to it in the future another strategy that we've decided on is that I'm and I think we've mentioned this on the podcast but we'll we'll talk about it briefly I am now working two days a week at the office with you. So I am leaving the house and working almost a nine to five day, two times a week and getting as much admin work as I can done on those two days so that the other three days are creative days. That's actually had a big impact because I'm not working after school. So on the days when I'm not at the office, uh, so the creative days, I'm working in school hours and then I'm finishing at three and I'm spending time with the kids. Both of us are in the office today, allocating our time to the business. Yeah. And we have someone at home. It's cleaning. exciting. Yeah. We have a cleaner. Yeah, and she's lovely. Because <laughs> when you left your job, you picked up quite a bit of the sort of household chores. But then you became busy. Yeah, and I'm only a tidier. Yeah. Like I'm not, not a real scrubber cleaner. Yeah. You know? I think we're actually both a bit guilty on that front yeah. that we keep our house tidy, but yeah. don't look under the bed, yeah. <laughs> dust bowls. And yeah, like I, I was talking to Steph at the gym and she's like, yeah, I cleaned the skirtings and the door frames and I got up on top and I was, I was like, what? and she had a little step ladder and I'm like, oh my yeah. God. You don't want to we, look at our light fittings and things like that. Now you can. Now, yeah. So we're investing in having a cleaner and we've realized that it's a good a good investment yeah. from our a business perspective, but also as a family, uh, we're both working hard, and it makes sense for us to be here today, mm -hmm. doing what we're doing, recording this podcast, and where I'm working on the accounts, and you're doing your thing. It's better better uh, use of our time. Another thing that I'm doing for my health and well being is taking a bit of a I guess, a moderate approach to social media. Now, social media is a thing for me that fluctuates. Sometimes I go through periods where I spend quite a lot of time and I grow my Instagram account and, I, and there is a podcast episode that I'll link to about strategies that I use when I'm in that growth mindset. But I also recognize that social media can take up a lot of time and energy and have a bit of a negative impact on your health. A bit. Let, let's be honest. It can have a, <laughs> it can have a big negative yeah, impact. Yeah, okay. So, so I get 
uh, social media fatigue if I do that for too long. So what I try to do is to balance those periods out with periods where I'm still consistent, I'm still showing up, it's important to our business, but I'm okay with just taking my foot off the gas just that little bit Mm -hmm. and posting a little less. And if you look at my social media over the last month or two, you'll see that I'm not posting every day anymore. I'm happy to post you know, maybe four times a week. And that change frees me up enormously. You know, I might move back into a bit more of a growth period, but this is like maintenance mode for me. Yeah. See, before it was a solid image Mm. daily. Now it's a solid post a couple of times a week. Yeah. Because we looked up Peter McKinnon's Instagram Mm. and a very successful creative. He's very sporadic. He'll post three days in a row. Four-day break, two days in a row, five-day break. And, and he's, a, he's a top, top creative. Now, I understand that, you know, if you're just starting out and you've got 2,000 followers and you really, really want to push to get five, you're going to have to work until you get fatigued. Like, it's that's just the way it is. The start is always harder. And, and it's the reality of how it works because when we tested it out and we decided to put in place a growth strategy on Instagram <laughs> yeah. and we what that strategy involved was posting every day, putting up stories every day, mm-hmm. sharing video content, writing engaging um, captions, telling stories. Well, the results we had were staggering when we put that level of effort in. It was bloody hard work. But it was hard. So you've got to measure that with what you're looking to get out of your business, like what's your purpose? For us, we have a whole lot of other wonderful things that we work on that are important and this podcast is one of them. Creating classes and going on an artist date is important to us. So we have made the decision that we're only human and there's only so much time in a day. So we're we're stepped back a little bit and we're in kind of in maintenance mode on Instagram and it's relaxing and it means we're sharing when we've got something we really want to share and that's it and if we don't we're we're letting it go our Instagram won't grow as fast but we're happy with that it's a decision that we've made and it's still positive like it's still positive growth you know it's not like we're going backwards yeah, it's still it's still growing but you you know Instagram you do get out of it what you put into it in a sense mm-hmm. but it's important not to get I guess fixated on it and think that the value of your business is connected to your follower count on your likes. Yes, it's important, but it's not the only thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, I it, mean, it I'm, can... I'm just trying to be as well as honest with everyone as possible and say that, look, I get excited sometimes and I put loads of energy in, but I can't maintain it. And these things, are they fluctuate. There are seasons for me when Instagram is something that I'm pouring a lot of time and energy in. And then there's other times of the year where other things take priority. But I think the most important thing is is to be aware and you're the one that's making the decisions around what you want to focus your time on. Thanks everyone for tuning in to this week's podcast. We really want you, or maybe we just need your help <laughs> to hold us accountable for two things. One is we want to make sure we're getting out on our artist date. And the other thing is that we want to bring you some inspiring artist interviews. So please ask us what's coming up next and keep us 
on our toes. So with that said, if you know any fantastic places that you think that we should visit and maybe go on hikes and adventures, we'd love to hear from you. And equally, if you have a suggestion around an artist that you would like us to seek out and have a conversation with on the podcast, we would love to know that too.